Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Smasher Pass podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter, at DynastyDadFF. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Fantasy Nerd Boy. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, I guess we're going late tonight, so I'm dropping <laughs> stuff in the background right now. But uh, hey, yeah, I'm happy to get going today. I know we're talking about one-on-one, so um, it's, that's all I get asked about is what I'm trading for the one-on-one and what I'm doing with the one-on-one, so... You know, I, I'm finally going to be able to speak on this and, and tell everyone, you know, how I feel about buying the 101 right now. There's been so much hype around this class, even more so around this this 101 that's just vaulted higher than what we've ever seen, higher than when it was Ezekiel Elliott, higher than when it was, you know, Saquon Barkley, higher than when it was Trevor Lawrence. I mean, literally, this is the peak that we've ever seen the 101 go. Uh, the 101 of, of co-hosts since day one, we got my man, FFA Mung. How you doing today? Hey, pretty good. Uh, we are... You know, in the midst of free agency, and before we know it, the NFL draft's going to be here. Can't wait to see where Bijan and the top quarterbacks go in this class. So, yeah, pumped to talk about a premier draft asset tonight. I'm glad you said that. So, let's talk this first. As right now, we are valuing Bijan Robinson behind, you know, five quarterbacks, two elite wide receivers, maybe six quarterbacks, and that is it. We are putting him as the RB one. And we keep the, some of the trades we're going to go over tonight. They absolutely blow my mind. Mike, I mean, we're looking at this. We're treating B. John Robinson as if he's already gone to the dream landing spot. And, you know, the, the prospect himself is absolutely elite. But we know as far as Dynasty goes and the NFL, they aren't necessarily going to agree with us. They aren't going to put, us, put him in the best possible scenario. He could go somewhere that is not optimal, you know, and we are already valuing him as the 101 above pretty much everybody and the running back position is one that we've just advocated not paying up for this you know i'm seeing people trade jamar chase for him straight up i'm seeing people give aj brown plus i'm cd lamb plus you know jalen waddle plus plus this feels like a real pitfall right now of trying to buy the 101 yeah, you're never going to see his – I mean, you, it, it would be amazing to see his value go higher than what it is right now. Um, is it possible? Well, Jonathan Taylor had the best season we've – one of the best seasons we've ever seen, and he went to the 106. So, like, we have not seen someone – no one's going to pass Joe Burrow or those other, you know, J- Justin Herbert, the, the elite quarterbacks in that top tier. So the highest he could go is 107. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him jumping JJ at all. You know, um, 
I would never have him over Chase either. So um, there's a, a fine line that I draw and then, you know, what I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing in startups, people taking him over Lamar and taking him over fields. And um, I don't ever advocate taking a running back over a quarterback, especially at that elite level, um, regardless of what kind of prospect they are, because, you know, like we've talked about JT was in the first round for a year and a half, not even Mm -hmm. a full two years before he slid to the, to the end of the second, early third. Um, So that, that lasting window of value for a running back is about that. You know, we'll see Bijan in the first round for maybe two years at the, at the, at the most. Um, And that's best case scenario, I think. So you have to keep that in mind that you're, you're buying Bijan for a crazy amount and then you're, you're probably going to see him have that value for maybe the month until he actually plays a game because he's going to have to put up 30 points a game to meet the value that he's, he's costing right now. Um, you know, so he's a, a deployment if he's not, you know, elite day one uh, for a lot of people that are, are paying the price. So, you know, I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment more than anything here. Yeah. And Mung, we talk about that a lot. It's like, obviously, we just recorded a podcast with Chad Parsons talking about how we don't have to look at the 101 as Bijan Robinson. We see that 101 as capital to move around as well and to do some things and really build your roster. It's why we've talked about the the key to a rebuild or a retool is making sure you get that 101, making sure you have your first. Because in, in a year like this, the, the type of value that you can get, and the, and we know 2024 is going to be the same. When you have Caleb Wilson and you have that opportunity, you are going to be able to flip that for massive amounts. However, if it's a quarterback, I'm not really trying to move him too much. You know, it's a, it's a different kind of thing. Mung, we talk about pits and we talk about guys that's like, they became too valuable to buy. So at that point, like if you didn't get them in your rookie draft, it, it just costs more than what it's worth. Right. And again, you know, we talk about this all the time, but it really depends on your roster too, right? If you're, if you've just kicked off a rebuild and you're not looking to contend for the next year or two, then yeah, you should absolutely look to sell the one-on-one if at all possible. But at the same time, you know, it, you don't have to, right? Because even though his value probably can't get much higher, even if he were to put up, you know, 30, 40 points a game over the first few weeks, at the same time, we do know that dynasty GMs in general value running backs when it's closer to the season or in season because everyone's fine with, you know, the Rashad Pennies and Miles Sanders of the world on their roster, right? They look like fine, quote unquote, top 15 running backs until they put up eight points in week one. And then all of a sudden, that team's scrambling uh, to trade for a running back. So really, you know, it's about looking for opportunities to trade away or trade for the 101, but it's all price dependent. Nerd boy, I was I was talking about this and I, I made offers and one got accepted today where I got, I got Kenneth Walker in a 24 first for that 101. It's like we saw what we can get from Kenneth Walker. We saw what you can get from Brees Hall. We saw, you know, what we can get from some of these running backs. I want you to talk a little bit about the listeners, about staying in the same position, but how much more value you can let. I mean, if you talk Kenneth Walker and that 
first next year and what you're able to do with that first. Or you could even maybe get Brees Hall in a second. You could probably get, you know, depending on what you want to do with this, there's so many different options where I love B. John Robinson. If I talk bad about him, John's going to come out and find me. But think about some of these moves that you can make that you've been, I know you're, you're in the lab thinking about trades. You and I bounce them off each other. You know, guys in the Discord all the time thinking about these trades. What are some things that you're thinking right now as far as you got that one-on-one, you're on the clock, what can you get for him? Yeah, I think people have that one-on-one in a tier um, way above, you know, any, you know, running back two or three, like Brees or Kenneth Walker, um, and that's just not realistic, you know. Their um, ceiling is very similar. You know, Bijan's great, and he's amazing, but we're talking – a, not even a, a vast, you know, fantasy wise for points. We're not talking a, a, a big gap there, um, you know, and, and we're going to move off of him for a 24 first. That's amazing value. Um, you know, I don't think there's a 24 first between the RB three or four to the RB one in general. Um, but, you know, I, I look at, I think we've talked about this before where he goes in startups and if he's going before a fields or, you know, a, a CD, um, you know, even a chase at times, I've seen that. Um, I, I would love to move off of Bijan for an elite wide receiver that's going to hold that value for an extended period of time. Um, especially uh, like Monk said, if that team is not ready to compete, you know, take, take that 101 and trade it for a CD in a second. Or AGB and a you know add a third to the 101 and and get a first on top of them. Um, any of those moves I would I would advocate doing if your team is not ready for the 101. If you're not ready for that running back, um, because that wide receiver is going to hold that value for a much longer longer period of time than than Bijan ever will. That's a perfect segue because Brian Russell from our our Patreon sent in. Man, I mean, he got Garrett Wilson a 24 first and a 25 third for the 101. That's an absolute smash, except especially if you are not in, like you said, if you're not contending and you can get Garrett Wilson, who's going to be a relevant wide receiver for the better part of a decade, as opposed to a running back who's, you know, a lot more volatile. Like that kind of move to me feels like something where, you know, hey, kudos to you. Like that is absolutely beautiful. You can get Garrett Wilson and move into that area and, and get another another first. Some other guys in the Patreon, you know, before we start, there's so many trades that we can really cover that have gone on. But another one that was uh, Luke MM, he got, now he bought the 101. So let's talk about this. This looks like on the other side. He got the 101, the 201, and the 208 and paid Metcalf, Rashad White, and a random 24 first. Mung. Does that feel like good value for you if you're getting Rashad White or you're giving up Metcalf, Rashad White, and a 24 first for the 101, 201, and 208? Yeah, I like that one a lot, especially if you're contending and you think that the 2024 first isn't going to be until later. Um, Because in general, while Metcalf's a solid wide receiver, I don't know that he quite has that elite upside, which we know uh, that the 101 does. And also... I, I do think that if you wanted to, you could even flip the 101 in a month's time for more, right? Remember that even if you did give up a ton to get the 101, you can still be flexible because someone could make you an offer that you can't refuse. You don't have to be locked in to using that pick, right? 
Yeah, I was getting ready to do a little Godfather there, but uh, you know, you're, you're right. And I think in this particular instance, I think he got good value. Mike is you're giving away Metcalf. You know, right now I'm looking at his the 201 and the two the 201 and the 24 first. Pretty similar type value. The 208 and Rashad White, I prefer White. But then the 101 to Metcalf, I mean, I prefer the 101 in this scenario. So, you know, you and I are advocating really harshly against taking Bijan in the startup early. And we're, we're advocating, you know, if you can get massive value. But on the flip side, I feel like this is pretty good value. You know, like we have an area where basically he's just paying the difference between White and the 208 and Metcalf to move up to the 101. Yeah, yeah, I have Metcalf at the 105, 106 range. So, you know, that's a, a smash for 101. Um, you know, I, I don't mind paying for it if your team is ready for the 101. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a difficult time, you know, buying the 101 and then trying to sell it in your league, you know, buying it for a price and then trying to sell it for more when everyone saw what you bought it for could be pretty difficult depending on how your how your league is. You know, if you're if your league's sharp, you know, I'm not going to buy a pick from you that you just bought for, you know, half the price that you're asking for um, as a whole. You know, so your market could be set buying that pick. You know, you could actually just shoot yourself in the foot if you plan to resell. But also, you know, if you know your league better than that, you know, reselling it is an option. That's great, too. Yeah, knowing your league mates is huge in that. But I agree with both of you on both sides of that. You know, it's like some leagues, you see what, you know, I make a trade in a startup and they're like, well, that's the going rate of that pick. And you're like, what? Like that, you know, you trade that 24 first and you see that 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 got somebody a fourth rounder in one league, but it gets you a seventh rounder in another league. Sometimes everyone's like, hey, that set the tone. And other times people are like, they're they're seeing the relevant value there. And I'm just interested and blown away by this because the 101 has not had this kind of value. Trevor Lawrence was close. You know, I think that was close. Saquon was close. This is just another level. So let's just keep breaking these trades down because this is fun. I I want people to see some people are giving it up way too cheap. Other people, it's crazy. The first one is uh, the Fantasy Tech. You guys should follow him. He's awesome on Twitter. The at the FFB Tech. He got the 101 for the 102 and the 205. For me... That's a smash except there you're giving up maybe a Sean Tucker, uh, you know, a Kendra Miller, maybe maybe Jalen Hyatt, plus the 102 in a, with a, a group of quarterbacks that we're not necessarily sure who's going to hit. Giving up the 205 for me, nerd boy, like that, that's awesome. Like if I can give up, and we love the seconds. We did podcasts on the seconds. 205 is right out of that smash zone, 110 to 204. This feels really, really cheap. And if you can do this now, yeah, you can flip for more on game day. Yeah, that's a cheap trade up for sure. You know, going from 102 with the, the mid second. Um, you know, I I will always say wait if you're going to trade out of that 101 um, because you see trades like this and you're like you could have just waited and gotten so much more value. Yeah. Um, but good on good on uh, was it the tech F- guy? I yeah. FF Tech. Yeah. Good on and that guy. I love <laughs> that because still. there's no there's no reason. There's no reason to undersell the 101 right now, right? That's the biggest takeaway for me is like, yeah, that, that there might be good value at 205, but why are you selling that now? Like, we know the hype around it, you know, and in your casual leagues, you can kind of disguise that sometimes. You'd be like, ah, oh, well, you need more players and some depth, so here's this. I mean, in that particular instance, what are we willing to pay? You know, if you're at you're at the 102, but you want the 101, what are you willing to pay? What is that value difference? You know, like the only 
the only share I bought is I paid the 103 in Traylon Burks for the 101 and Juju. Now, I don't like Juju at all. I love Traylon Burks. But for me, that was the 103 and the 108 for me. 107, 108, where Burks is. And I need a running back, you know? And I think Bijan is going to be that difference maker of trying to three-peat in that league. So, like, nerd boy, somebody comes to you right now and you have the 102. What do you feel like is comfortable to add to get to the 101? And if you're at the 101 on the flip side, and I want you to chime in on this too, Monk, if you're at the 101, what would it take for you to move back to 102 if you needed a quarterback? And if you're at 102, what would it? What would you be willing to pay to get to 101? Yeah, so if I was at the 102 going to the 101, um, I would probably look at that team and see exactly what they needed, you know, where they were at. You know, I, I think if they're trading for the 102 and they have that interest, they are quarterback needy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could probably look at a good swap. Um, I, I might even look at my quarterback situation. I could do a, a, a nice player swap. You know, I could do the 102 and whether they need a, a really good wide receiver, somebody that like a Burks is great, you know, because he could be somebody that they could have that value right now, but could get drafted over you know i see jsn going to tennessee actually quite a lot right now Mm -hmm. um you know they could be taking a wide receiver there so his value could take a little bit of a hit um looking at players like that like christian watson those types of players that might be viewed in the community a little higher than um where i have them or where i think they're going to end up as the season starts Uh, so i think you know it is team done it have to look, you have to look at that team and you have to see where they need the player and what they what they need to improve on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'll let swing it over to Mung. Yeah, well, the first thing I think we should be very clear about to mm-hmm. listeners is that we're talking in the context of a super flex format. There's 100%. a very different gap between the 101 and the 102 in a one quarterback format versus a two quarterback or a super flex. Cause I do know there's plenty of people who still play one quarterback out there. Um, so I, I just want to address that real quick. Cause I don't know that Gibbs or Smith Jigba have true elite upside. So I think the gap between the one one and the one Oh two or one Oh three in one quarterback formats would be another first because mm-hmm. Really, in one quarterback formats, elite running backs are the elite assets that you want to build contending rosters around. Mm-hmm. Now, in Superflex, I think at most I would give up a late first, maybe a couple seconds from the 102. Essentially, I don't know that I'm going to be willing to pay the price that most GMs who have the 101 want in Superflex. Mm-hmm. Because to me, Anthony Richardson possibly might be the most athletic quarterback prospect we've ever seen. And in super flex formats, there's a non-zero chance that Richardson could be worth Bijan plus a first a year from now, depending on what happens. Now, is that likely? Not necessarily, but we know that top quarterbacks matter so, so much in super flex and that the gap between elite quarterbacks and elite running backs is flipped in such a format where you would have to pay the running back plus. So for me, you know, it's just not worth it to move up from 102 or even 103 mm-hmm. um, if the 101 team ha- is asking a you know, king's ransom, right? Obviously, de- it depends on your roster need. If you're absolutely loaded, you've somehow you know accumulated six or seven firsts, like I know you did 
on some teams dad and you know you're ready to contend in 2021 or excuse me 2023 i'm living in the past year Um, (laughs) we're going back to the future there (laughs) yeah if you're if you're if you're positive that you have a ton of depth a ton of draft capital then fine you can overpay for Bijan. but in general i'm not willing to pay a ton from that tier of quarterbacks to move up to the 101 i like it next one sent in from steven brownholtz this one's kind of fun and we'll start with you nerd boy we're looking at he received the 101 the 107 and the 304 for Brees hall and the 103 so this one you know i know you and i have Bijan as one and Brees hall as two in our in our dynasty rankings so we got we got to look at this so we're looking at side one 107 101 304 throw out the 304 because that's not exciting and Brees Hall in the 103. This one's fun to try to unpack. So it's Brees in the 103 and then the 107 and the 101. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like that trade for both sides. Um, man, yeah, I have Brees probably at the 103 range, 102, 103 range right now. Um, and then you're talking. Yeah, I think I. It's a tough one because you're looking at the I think 101. I would take the Brees in the 103. I would too. Um, that's that's where I'm leaning right now. You're moving off of the 103 um, if you want to take the quarterback, but that's great value that you can move off of and get whatever you really want with it um, if you're going to be moving that pick. I think, yeah, I got to go with that for you know, pure, pure value. I think that's worth it. And I, I, you know, I put a couple tweets out there. I've obviously, um, you know, people are looking really positive at the way Brees Hall should bounce back this week, this year. I think Brees Hall, there's a obviously, you know, there's an opportunity there where Brees Hall could pass Bijan Robinson pretty easily. You know, if we get to the right situation, if he comes back healthy, then you're upgrading from the 107 to the 103. So for me, this one, I'm okay doing that. You know, I'm also okay with a lot of people don't like. The injured running backs. They're they're trying to avoid Javante Williams. They're trying to avoid Brees Hall. They they know about you know what has happened for for ACLs for non freak athletes. And I think Brees Hall is just one of those freak athletes that's going to bounce back. Mung, I know you're a little bit more risk averse to the to the injury type. So are you thinking 101, 107, or Brees Hall and 103? Oh, I would smash Hall in the 103. Um, I, oh, I think you. it's important to know that there's always a chance that players don't bounce back to 100%, or at least not immediately, right? Um, but at the same time, I'm far less concerned about, you know, just an isolated ACL tear versus a Javante-type injury where there are multiple ligament tears and there's really been no good news, right? Um, so for me, I, I still value Hall close to the 101, and for me, there's a bigger gap between the 103 and the 107, which is kind of getting out of that that range of the top two tiers for me. Um, so yeah, I would take Hall in 103 as well. Now we got an interesting one again from uh, at One T Brett. Shout out to you, brother. I love you. He was uh, in a couple leagues with me here. He said he got Jalen Hurts in this particular deal and won the championship. He gives the 101 a late 24 first. He says a late 25 first, but that's a different presidential, you know, area. And AJ Dillon, he got Jalen Hurts a 24 second and the 301. So. He's moving from, from you know, and this is something that I think we definitely got to unpack, moving from the 101 to get to a Jalen Hurts, to get to a Patrick Mahomes, to get to a Josh Allen, to me feels like an absolute smash, except to 
to throw a couple late 24-25s. Nerd Boy, I mean, this has got to be that dream scenario where you take that 101 and you package it with some pieces that are really ancillary and move up to ideally what you want in a Jalen Hurts, a Mahomes, or an Allen. Yeah, that, that feels great. And that's what I've advocated for, for people to do. If you're going to move the 101 back to the 102, as opposed to doing that, move it forward and go get you know a quarterback that is higher than the 101 and see what you have to add to that to make that happen. Um, which I, you know, I love that trade for him. Um, I don't know how true the late 25 first is and all that. Um, a lot know, can happen, that's, but you that's know. a tough thing to, to project. But well, if you look um, at it, so we're looking at it's, he, he projects late 24 first, but he got a 24 second. So the difference between you're basically giving up the 101. A difference between a late, potentially early second, late first, and a 25 first to move up to the QB3. I, I love it. If you can move up to Burrow even, if you can take that 101 and move up, I think you could get Justin Herbert in some leagues dead even for the 101 or maybe add a 24 second and move to that premium position that you're going to build around. Mm-hmm. I agree. Next one, this one's fun. Mung, I'm going to start with you on this one because this is another fan of the show uh, at FF Fryermuth Fan Club at Civil Food Fights. I love that name. He gives up the 101, or he, sorry, he gets the 101 and the 109 for Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey. Now, he does no context in here as far as what the direction is here, but in a vacuum, do you want Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey or do you want the 101 and the 109? The, also, there's Gardner Minshew in a 24 third in here, but I just kind of threw that out the window. That's a very even deal, I think. Um, I, I mean, it seems pretty clear that I assume one team is contending and one mm-hmm. team is in the process of a rebuild. But, yeah, I mean, as long as McCaffrey can stay healthy and, and we have good indication from the Niners' stretch run last year that they're willing to use Mitchell or whoever else in a complimentary role to keep McCaffrey healthy, um, you know, you're looking at a, a top, eight running back and a top eight wide receiver in fantasy. So yeah, I, I think it's a fair deal for both sides here. Nerd boy, I come to you and I say, Hey, it's Bijan and Jordan Addison, or it's Tyree kill and Christian McCaffrey. Just changing the, the names and the numbers. Yeah. I, I think I take the picks because of the value they hold. You know, I'm not going to put names to them quite yet, but um, I want to say that Trey Lance will hurt. Um, Christian McCaffrey. <clears throat> I don't know how Mung feels about that. Um, I, I want to see how that plays out. You know, I, I don't have him close to the 101 range um, value-wise, so I would probably put him at the 103, 10, probably the 103 range. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I would say Tyreek Hill is the 106, 107. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, give or take. So I think in that. You know, perspective-wise, I think that I would easily take the picks over them, but um, it is team team dependent too. Mm-hmm. You know, because you gotta look at you're buying assets that are definitely depreciating, and you had a great point there where you're saying what those guys are worth. Maybe you can get the 103 from McCaffrey. Maybe you can get the 106. But if you give up the 103 and the 106, you're not going to get the 101 and the 109. So like this is an area where you're putting names instead of numbers, and you're getting more than what you would if they were just the numbers. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, we've talked about what you can get for the 101 already a little bit here. And, um, you know, it's Chris McCaffrey plus another first easily. 
um, at this point in time. You know, Absolutely. You know, that's, I don't know. Because you, you if you're moving from, I mean, McCaffrey's going at that two, three turn and Bijan's going at that one, two turn. You got to give up a first to get into that area. So, I mean, like, I feel like this is that area where you're winning out. Uh, next one sent in from at here for sports 16. Uh, Mung, we'll start out with you with this one. Side one is the 101 and the 211. Side two is the 104, the 106, the 201, and the 202. So, again, you know, I know we can really like say, hey, this team needs depth, this team needs this or that. But if you're looking at it in a vacuum, you're taking the 101 and the 211 or the 1416, 2122. Is this uh, one quarterback or super flex? Hey, they didn't say. That's why I'm saying we're we're going to assume everything's <laughs> super flex because we are in 2023. I know you're still in 2021 and part of this podcast, <laughs> so there were more one QB leagues. You know, like Nerd Boy and I were trying to look at one quarterback leagues last week, and it just felt like we were speaking a different language. So let's just <laughs> assume it's all super flex and we're in the right year. Right. I think 104, you're still getting one of those top three quarterbacks in super flex. Um, 106, you have a chance at, you know, as of right now, it's JSN or Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that changes. Maybe, you know, Levis jumps into that tier. Overall, I think it's fair, but this one's close enough where, you know, I would kind of just hold the 101 if you have that side right now, because I do think you might be able to get more on the clock if this is the kind of offer you're already getting. See, I'm taking this one. Like, if I can get JSN and Gibbs. And then the 201, 202, which I know I might be able to get, say, downs or uh, if, if Bigsby goes to the right spot. or I mean, this feels like this, nerd boy, help me out here. Because to me, I'm looking at this trade and I love Bijan. But I'm looking at the potential of that other side. Because to me, it's if you can get two picks in that top six, I'm moving him. Yeah, I think that would be the case for every other draft class. But Bijan is... Um, valued, you know, higher than Saquon at this point in time. Um, it's something that we we haven't seen before. Um, I know. Like, I how would many classes? I would. You get the wide receiver one and the RB two. It's like, dude, that's this class. I would, Gibbs I would is no that. slouch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would take that because Gibbs could easily land in a in a better um, fantasy spot than right. than Bijan could. That's a great um, point because Bijan's probably going to go mid first. Gibbs is probably going to go late first. You got the Eagles back there. You got the Chiefs. You got you know the bill or yeah the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs. I mean one of those spots, and you just feel like he goes through the roof. As opposed to when Clyde Edwards-Helaire did it, and we're like, hey, let's make him something good. B- Gibbs has that receiving potential. Love that. Love that. That's a great point. The next one we have, and Nerdboy, we'll go with you on this one. Got this guy got the 101. He gave up DJ Moore in the 102. And he got a 24 second in the 101. DJ Moore is a name very polarizing. Some people believe he's gonna, you know, ascend with the Bears. Other people feel like we've seen the best of DJ Moore. Now we're packaging him with the 102 to get to the 101 and a 24 two. Yeah, I like the 101 side there. You know, I think that's a great um, opportunity to sell high on DJ Moore. You know, the perceived value boost that he got. Um, I think that's a good move to get that. He said a 24 second back on mm-hmm. there as well. Yeah. yeah, that's that's great. Great value for the 101. Um, I would pay that. The, I would just pay that. You know, it wouldn't even matter what I had on my team at that point in time. I think yeah. that's a great price for, for the 101. And DJ Moore to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, feels like the 108, maybe 108, 109 range for me is, is kind of where I have him valued. If I could get give that late first, you know, anything outside that top six, 
on top of the two to get there. I'm for it. Mung, this one, I, I'm, I know you're not a big fan. This one sent in from Epic Eric. Javante Williams in the 104. Not that you weren't a big fan of Eric. Eric's awesome. But as far as Javante Williams, Javante and the 104 or the 101? Yeah, I, I would smash the 101 there. I'd, I'd value Javante Williams in that mid-second range. So this isn't particularly close for me. I have Javante around that 108 range, so it gets a little bit tighter for me. Uh, Nerd Boy, I mean, are we is this the kind of move that we want to make? Is, is Javante Williams the capital that we use to move from 4 to 1, or do we try to extrapolate from the 101 to the 4 and a, and a potential RB? I did this actually. So I did Javante the 106 um, and the 111 for the 101 and I believe the 203 or I think it was, you know, something along those lines. It was an early second. Um, so I pretty much moved back three spots um, and then gave Javante in the, in the 106. Um, you know, I, I like Javante and I, I think he's great, but I also think that he hasn't been, a lead back since he's been in the league. And um, I don't think he's going to be a lead back when he comes back healthy either, you know? So at best, I think he's going to see a split role there, um, you know, and they're going to be taking it easy on him too. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I view him as having almost a, a JK Dobbins year, even if he comes back healthy, he's going to be, you know, um, baby in back into the, the swing of things. So um, if you're contending and, you know, he's a perfect back to sell, to a, a punt team or a team that's, you know, um, in a productive struggle, as we would say. Um, and they're not ready for that, that Bijan yet. So if you can move up, I would definitely, you know, suggest doing that with him. I think the interesting thing here is the ability to cascade from the 104. So if I move from 101 to 104 and Javante, and I like Javante, which I know he does in this particular situation, then you move from the 104 to the 106 and add some more capital and you start to get yourself. Now all of a sudden you got Javante Williams and Gibbs. It puts you in a scenario where I think people are going to be shocked with that how good Gibbs is and what kind of fantasy production he can put at from a PPR standpoint. But I definitely get it. Uh, next one sent in. And this one was, was one I found on Twitter. So it's Caleb Eisenhower. He gives up Jalen hurts. So I can't even comment on it. Cause it's just the Jalen hurts. Love is going to, going to, going to cripple me a little bit. And Mung he gets the one Oh one, the two Oh one, the two twelve, And everybody who seems to think is the going to be resurgent of, you know, be uh, back to where he was before Calvin Ridley. So Calvin Ridley, 101, 201, 212, and then he gave away Jalen Hurts. I don't necessarily mind selling Hurts for 101 plus, but I I would need more than the plus that he got in this deal. Um, I'm not quite as high on Ridley. I think there's some risk there, uh, you know, rooting for him after that message that he sent out, but At the same time, still plenty of risk there and plenty of competition for targets with Christian Kirk as well. Um, Basically, I would would not equate those other assets thrown in with the 101 as more than a late first or so. So for me, I I would have kept Hurts in in this instance. Yeah, and, and Mike, we keep talking about this. If you can use the 101 to get to those big three, you know, that that's the way to go. Like this this deal to me feels like one that Jalen Hurts would have to have a monumental meltdown after back-to-back top 12, you know, we're looking at this year, he would have been QB1. Last year, he was QB8. And now he's going to get a super max contract. This is a guy that 
is a very tough sell unless you get a quarterback on top and you're not going to get one at 201 or 212. Yeah, no, that's that's Hurts. Um, I have Hurts and that tier of quarterback with Allen and Mahomes and um, way, way above the 101. You know, um, I can't. I can't advocate for doing that. I would say, you know, that's a smash if you can trade up from the 101 to do that. Um, but I, I would never be able to sell Hertz or Allen or anybody for the 101 plus those those little pieces on the side there. Um, I I totally agree. At collecting 219, got the 101. Isaiah McKenzie and Irv Smith, you can throw that out. But the 103 and what he says was – a 24 first that projects as of last year was the 108 or worse. So I'm assuming he's a contender giving up a 24 first to move from the 103 to the 101. I know like in years past, this sounds crazy. I'm for it though. Who wants it? Who wants it? <laughs> Go ahead, nerd boy. Yeah. So Run it by me one more time. One, I thought, 103. I, I was giving it to Mung over yeah, here. Yeah, no, we've been going back and forth. Yeah. We're just vibing. No, but the 103 um, and what will be potentially 108 to 112 next year for the 101 this year. So 103 and potentially the 108 for next yeah. year. So it's a 24 first. Yeah, late 24 uh, it, first. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take the 101 there, definitely. Um, I think – you and I are a little lower on this quarterback class um, than than most. I would rather wait for the twenty four class to to grab up somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I would rather um, go up to that tier of quarterback than trade back to the one hundred three. So I'll take the the one hundred one there. I'm so before that. This one, Mung, this one blows my mind. But we're going back to one quarterback. Uh, at Casey Braxton, got the 101 for, are you ready for this? Hassan Haskins, Dernis Johnson, Pierre Strong, Khalil Shakir, Jelani Woods, Michael Thomas, the 302, the 303, and the 305. This is like the equivalent of a second round pick on this side because aside from Pierre Strong and a couple of threes and Michael Thomas, to get the 101 of that, like, I'm not saying it's a smash except. I'm saying... How far and how much would you cause bodily injury to yourself running to hit that smash except button? Ooh, that that one's rough. Uh, That's the yeah. worst I've ever seen. This is this is off by two or three firsts. Um, I mean, this is literally we we talk about it all the time using the analogy, but this is literally giving up like fourteen pennies for a dollar bill. <laughs> I I. I'm, I'm going to reach out to this guy and just, you know, let him know that the other guy in this trade, who's, whose name's crossed out, we should give him a free free subscri- subscription to the Patreon because he needs some help. You know, like, I don't like, I don't like bad mouthing, but that's bad. That's bad. All right. Let's move on to another one here. Uh, Nerd Boy from King Bingham. All right. He gets, nope, this one's going to be difficult because he doesn't have the 101 written in there. It just says 23 first. We're going to skip that. Let's go to It's Just a Scam. 101. Or the 102, 24 second, 208, and the 107. So this one's this is an, an, an interesting little package to try to move up. He says, though, it's a one-quarterback league, which I think changes the context quite a bit. Yeah, in a one-quarterback league, I'll take the 101. So it was the 101. It was one, the 101. 
in the 103. No, the no, no, 102 and 107. So we'll say that Gibbs or JSN, the seven, that's what Quentin Johnston or maybe Addison, maybe even you might you might only be able to get downs at that point, you know, like the way we talked about it. In a one quarterback league, everyone has to realize like the one quarterback league this year is very similar to what it was last year, except now there's just quarterbacks that make this class so much deeper when we're talking super flex. Yeah, so I mean, Mung mentioned it earlier that in one quarterback league, the 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 running backs are elite, you know. And um, even though I'm not so familiar with one quarterback anymore, um, I'm trying I'm trying to stay up on value there. Um, but I would definitely take the 101 there, um, you know, especially in one quarterback 107. You are looking at, you know, the what 112 at that point. Um, mm-hmm. with all those quarterbacks off the board. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I would probably take the 101 there. I'm going to stick with you on this one because this is one where we've been talking about it. Guy gives up Jordan Love in the 101 for Lamar Jackson. What do you I think? I would there? take Lamar there for me. Um, I need I need more to move off of Lamar, and I know that the community has been pretty low on him um, with – the contract situation and and people kind of knocking his health and his lack of desire to play through injury and this and that. Um, but I'm I'm a Lamar guy. I love Lamar, and I think he is significantly undervalued right now um, in super flex leagues. I see him going. You know, I saw in the Patreon today that he went to two oh seven or something in some guy's startup. That's insane. And, That's insane. Um, in, in Smash 7, sense. I got him at what? I got him at 10 and then traded him to you. And I, I felt I was jumping up and down because I'm like, this is great value. I, I think Lamar Jackson is just crazy undervalued right now. Zoltan messaged me last night. He said he paid the 102 and the 110. And he got a 25-second thrown back in for Lamar. And I'm just like, I mean, he should still cost two plus firsts with one of them being early and among, I mean, Jordan Love's an interesting one. I get a lot of questions about Jordan Love. I mean, let's just let's just assume Aaron Rodgers is gone. What are we expecting from Jordan Love? And is Jordan Love and the one on one enough for you to move Lamar Jackson? Uh, so this one is pretty league dependent, right? Because it depends one on what you might be able to flip Jordan Love for. I do know that in some leagues you can get a first, maybe more in Superflex. Um, there are some Jordan Love truthers out there. And two, it depends on what you can get for the 101, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a chance that maybe you can get another top three first plus plus, and you can get Lamar Jackson for the 103 plus something, and you, you're coming out ahead, right? So in a vacuum, though, I would lean Lamar Jackson. I think in Superflex, he's still one of those um, elite assets who has such a high weekly floor and ceiling because of the rushing. And people are forgetting that because of the recency bias with him having been injured and with the contract dispute. And, and so for me, it's definitely Lamar Jackson here. Nerd boy. We got one in sent in from call me Kinslow. This is very similar to what we've been talking about. He gives up the one Oh one, the one Oh nine and the two Oh one. And we're going to cross out the 301 and 302 are in it. So the 101, the 109, the 201 for Josh Allen and somehow gets the 207 added back in. Yeah, that's that's Josh Allen easily. Um, 
that tier of quarterback, I need, you know, I think minimum three early first to even think about it. You know, right. I was going to ask that. It's two twenty four first plus the one hundred one for me to get to those three guys, especially Allen and Mahomes. I mean, I feel like we're still as as good as Bijan is as. This is where the disconnect is in value is, yes, Bijan is going 1-9 to 112, but what do you have to give up to get from 1-9 to get to 101 if we want a quarterback? You know, like we're, you're going to have to add at least another early first, if not two twenty four first, because you're, you're looking at a position where Mahomes and Allen, no matter what, are going to get huge yields. And I can't see a scenario where either of them would move – out of the top five next year, even if they had a catastrophic injury where they were out the entire year. Yeah, I agree. Mung, we got an interesting sent in from Eggy underscore who 101 or the 105, the 109 and Najee Harris in a 12 team super flex. So essentially uh, 105, you said five, nine and, and Najee, which I feel like is still fetching that, that late first. So three firsts for the 101 with one of them being, you know, in that 105 range of JSN or Gibbs. I think this one comes down to really how many teams and how many starters, but without knowing more, I would lean the 105, teams. the 109, um, yeah. and Harris because we've already seen, you know, the Steelers added Sumalo, and I do think their offensive line is at least going to be marginally better next year, which was part of the issue for that entire offense. Mike, I know um, you're buying Najee too. I mean, is this – if someone says, hey, I'm going to give you Najee, JSN, and, you know, at that nine, another wide receiver or an opportunity to buy something else, is that enough for you to give up, Bijan? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because I have not – I like Najee, and I I am buying him where I can. Um, but I do have him at the 108 range, and um, I don't think I would sell Bijan for the 108 and the – you said the 107? 105, 109, yeah. Yeah, I think I would need a little bit more. Um, it's not to say that I wouldn't want that for Bijan. I think it's just the the pick it's, itself is yielding more than that right now. So um, by market value, I think I have to take more than, than just that back. One sent in from at Jonas Cosmos, just to let you know, it's almost the same as what I was saying. He got Kenneth, or the Kenneth Walker in the 111 for the 101. That is something that is out there. I'm advocating going for that wherever you can. Like if you can get another first or a 24 first in between those two, Walker's going to eat this year. Um, we got another one. It's 101, 109, and Trey Lance for Josh Allen. Mung, it's Trey Lance, so we got to at least go there. I mean, is this is this enough to move off of Josh Allen? Trey Lance, 101, 109. I know it. You know it really depends because Lance has a wide range of valuation right now. For me, yes, it would be enough uh, to move off Allen because I do value that as 101 plus another top three first plus a third, a first on top. No one has a bigger range of values in in superflex startups in trade talks. I've talked to some people when I'm trying to buy them. They want. 224 first or they want the 103 some people when i'm trying to sell them they said hey i wouldn't give you a 24 second mike what's the magic number for trey lance if you're buying any you're selling because he's another guy that's very polarizing right now i mean you know you're seeing brock purdy card sell on ebay for 10 grand and i'm just like whoa you know like there's craziness in there what are you willing to sell lance for what are you willing to pay for lance um i would sell lance for anything 
I would sell Lance for like the 104 and a 24 first. I would buy Lance for anything um, under the 105. So if I can get Lance for 106, 107, 108, um, which I did in a couple of leagues. Um, but once I get Lance, it's going to be hard to get him away from me because I do. I love Lance. And yeah. I think me and Mung were on that hype train last year. Um, I haven't really jumped off yet, you know, so I'm still, I'm still on there. I love my Russian quarterbacks and all my leagues are PPC. So yeah. I, I definitely you know, value my Russian quarterbacks pretty high. So I'll take a, I'll take Lance um, for any two first if somebody wants to come buy him for me. Evo Ninjas sends in the 101 and Diggs or Barkley and Garrett Wilson. Speaking of hype trains, you know, boy, I think we've literally ignited the Garrett Wilson train where he's almost went from a huge buy to you at least got to kick the tires and see if someone's buying. But we're looking at Diggs in the 101 or Saquon and Garrett Wilson. And man, I mean, this is calling to me. What are you taking here? I would, I would take Garrett Wilson and Saquon there. Um, pretty, yes. pretty easily. Cause I think Saquon um, is very undervalued right now. And I don't know why I have, un- I don't understand. He just keeps falling. Like it's not like he didn't just come off his best season ever, you know, and he's 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, he's, he showed that he's fully healthy and that he is exactly who we thought he was, you know? So I don't understand why people have him, you know, where he is, you know, he's, he's, going at the 105, 106 range when he should be going where, you know, you know, CMC and JT are going. So yeah. it's almost a round know. difference. I'm seeing Saquon going late third in startups and Christian McCaffrey going late second. And I'm like, wait, what happened? What happened? Does a Christian McCaffrey finish the year strong and we forget about the ACL tear and how it was almost impossible to trade Christian McCaffrey at one point and get anything. Now all of a sudden we moved him way up ahead and I know he's in San Francisco. I understand that. Mung, we're talking about the 101 value, and then we're talking about 101 in your heart. You know, Saquon Barkley, as far as running backs, what are you doing here? This is probably the closest deal, I think, that we've discussed all night. Because I think this is super, super fair for both sides. Um, I have a slight lean towards Barkley and Wilson, but I certainly you know, wouldn't hold it against anyone for taking Bijan and Diggs here. Uh you know, to your point, it's pretty crazy how low Barkley's valued right now. I, you know, I posted my updated dynasty rankings a week or two ago, and somebody replied to it saying that they were brutal rankings because Barkley was valued similarly to elite wide receivers, even though he's 26 years old. And at some point, you know, the the age for running backs, you know, dying in fantasy basically was 30. Then it went down to 28. And apparently now it's at 26 that running backs are just <laughs> just falling down. And it's crazy to me because in season, these are the assets that, you know, it's going to be impossible to trade for an elite running back in season because that's when everyone sees that 20 to 30 points per week. And mm-hmm. so, again, this is the closest deal I think we've discussed all night. And, you know, flip a coin here. Next one I want you guys to talk about is you got, uh, my man F.I. underscore Hammer. The 101 or D.K. Metcalf in the 103? Um, I think I would I would probably take probably D- D.K. In the, in the pick there. Um, I like D.K. 
to hold at the 106 range um, for the foreseeable future as far as um, value goes. So um, that that seems that seems fair, depending on team need. I think more than anything. But um, what do you, I don't know what you what you think on that one. Yeah, I, I think this one is pretty fair overall. But again, in that top three. Uh, range and super flex. I, I would not be adding an asset like Metcalf, who's worth a, a mid first or so. Um, again, I think a late first or a couple seconds is the most I would personally be willing to give up from the 102 or 103 to get to Bijan. So, yeah, I think we're on the same page for this one. We got yeah. one more here I want to break down because this one I feel like it's a super flex sent in from at Chan Hughes. The 101. Or the 107, 108, 109. One thing I want to talk about real quick before we even break that down, and we'll start with you on this one, Monk. There is a real like advantage to owning multiple picks in a row, right? Where you get these guys that start to, to fall. 107, 108, 109, you're in that area. I feel like that area is going to be really strong with, with, with Charbonnet, Johnston, Addison, guys falling into that area, you know, where maybe even Levis in that area. I, I really like bunching picks when I'm doing super flex startups. If those three, or is it one, Mung? Like, you're in a scenario here. He doesn't say his direction. It's just 12-team super flex. This is a tough one because I think, again, most years it would be a, a smash for the 7, 8, and 9. Um, I would lean Bijan here unless – you think that you can parlay one or more of those picks into, say, a 2024 first plus a second. If you can somehow get three 2024 firsts and three 2024 seconds out of those picks, if you know that your league is always trading future firsts to get into that back end of the first, I think I would be fine um, selling for the 107, 8, and 9. Yeah, I mean, if this was last year, you're looking at getting Chris Olave. Maybe, uh, you know, Jamison Williams, and hopefully you didn't, you listened to our podcast and you didn't draft Sky Moore here, you know, but you maybe get Pickens, and, and that would have been absolutely huge for Brees Hall, but, you know, Hall retained his value. Mike, is this enough for you? You know, like, I feel like this is a matter of, if I'm rebuilding, I think it is, but if I'm contending, I mean, I still want that 101, but I mean, you talk about Charbonnet, maybe at 107 and two of your, your, you know, the wide receiver two, wide receiver three in the class, or maybe Charbonnet, Levis, and, you know, wide receiver two in that class. This has the potential to make a huge difference. Yeah, I I don't think Sharp stays in that range. I think he might jump. I don't know if he's going to ever jump over Anthony Richardson, but I think people are going to really, you know, those, those running back team needy um, squads – might reach on him a lot. You know, I think his ADP might, might jump a little bit. Um, I would probably need Sharp for sure. If I'm making this deal. Um, it's, it's, I mean, tough. worst case scenario. Cause because, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like Charbonnet right now has been, he's now my one Oh seven, one Oh eight range. He's probably going to be, he's definitely going to go round two. I think he's a day two guy. I think there's maybe another running back goes in that area Worst case scenario, Mike, is like someone decides to take Charbonnet over JSN and now JSN falls to seven, you know, and then you, there's there's going to be running backs that really jump up into this area. And I think this is an undervalued area, seven to seven to nine. 
yeah, you know, I, I, I'm dreaming of, you know, Eckler not working out a deal and Sharp landing in, in L.A. or oh, you know, something crazy, you know, where we get this this great value on him um, for landing spot. But I, I think I would probably do that deal. Um, but like Mong said, I think I would want to move off of some of those picks for either, you know, proven studs um, or, you know, I would, I would want to just um, secure my back end there because I think, you know, after there's, there's a messy area of this draft where, mm-hmm. um, you know, I like, I love downs and, but, you know, QJ, I don't think is going to be jumping, um, you know, immediately on day one. I think he's going to be a little bit of a project where, you know, he's going to be up and down a lot. And it's really tough for me to give up Bijan for, you know, people that might not be ready day one to produce in fantasy, you know, so that's what I have to think about on that deal. So I have something that I've been brewing in my head and I want to hear both your reactions. I'll start with you, Mung, is I have a team where I'm not even close to contending and I have the 101 and I'm talking to a guy right now about dealing the 101 and Jahan Dotson for Chris Olave in the 104. Now in my scenarios, like I really want Olave and JSN to build around or potential the opportunity to maybe move from four to five if somebody needs that quarterback. Am I underselling here? You know, like this is, I think Chris Olave is going to have a fantastic year. I think JSN, like you start to build around those young wide receivers. Is this enough to move off of the one-on-one for you, Monk? It depends on how your picks are allocated because depending on your rules about having players on practice squads and potential points, et cetera, you don't want to lose out on Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. or an elite quarterback in next year's class because Olave is putting up points for you, whether it's on your bench or however it's calculated. So in general, I, I think it's fair because Derek Carr should at least be a marginal upgrade over Andy Dalton mm-hmm. from that standpoint for Olave's value. I'm not too worried about Michael Thomas coming back. I think he's He's a risky asset, but that's a whole another show that we don't need to get into right now. Overall, it's fair, but I would at least wait until you're on the clock for this one, I think. Taxi squad is huge to pay attention to. MFL, it does not count your points. Sleeper, it does. So it doesn't matter if you put them on your taxi. I kind of, I mean, I, I play all sleeper, so I'm okay with that. But uh, Mike, I'm going to ask you the same question. You know, you're looking at Alave and, and JSN or Bijan and Jahan Dotson, and I know you love Dotson, so... It might be a little bit closer. Yeah, but I also have Olave. I think, um, you know, he's been growing on me. Um, and me too. I, I got him. I moved him all the way up from like six to five. Now I think he's the equivalent of the 104. Yeah, I had him lower than I think you guys both did. And um, I I just, I don't know, man. I've, I've watched a little more of his tape from last year and um, – you know, I, I really talk, chalked it up as Dalton, you know, being Dalton and not caring what he was doing and throwing the ball everywhere and all over the place. But um, I think I would take the Olave side with JSN um, because, mm-hmm. you know, I do value wide receivers a little more than, than running backs. And I think those two guys are going to rise in value, um, you know, probably closer to the, the Waddle um, AJB range eventually. Um over time, at least, you know, I think another couple so- solid seasons from Olave, and we might be talking about him over Waddle for me, at least. So, yeah. 
And I hope this gives you guys a good framework. You know, you don't have to look at your draft as I have the 101. I have to take Bijan Robinson. There is so many different scenarios. You know, don't trade that 101 unless you're getting what we call an absolute smash accept. If you're gaining value, if you're over a first of what you're expecting, you know, a lot of people send me, you know, I love I love DTC. They're sending me trade calculator things on where they think, you know, Bijan Robinson is. It's not equal to what the market value is. It really isn't. Like, if you're getting even value, you're losing. Make sure you get above and beyond to even consider that. Um, I'm going to close out with, but you know, each of you guys let you talk about what you're working on. And then one parting shot on the 101. Because I think, guys, I mean, between the three of us, we could probably talk about this for five hours and not cover everything. But I think we gave everyone a, a multitude of things. So, uh, Mung, we'll let you, you know, say everything that you're working on, any parting shots, and then kick it over to you, Mike. Yeah, uh, feel free to follow me on Twitter at FFA underscore Mung. That's M-E-N-G. Always happy to answer questions that you tag me in or DM. And I guess the parting shot would be, I think we should at least consider the possibility that it's not crazy for Bijan to not be the 101 in Superflex. He's kind of in there in ink for most people. But the more I'm getting into this rookie class, and you know I start my process a bit later than you guys because I don't watch college in season. I mean, Anthony Richardson is a freak athlete. And again, in super flex formats, there is, again, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's a non-zero chance that he's in that Mahomes-Josh Allen tier a year or so from now. Just consider that possibility. So again, that's why I'm, hesitant to give up a ton on top of the 102 in Superflex to move to 101 and just food for thought. I'm considering moving Richardson into that too. Definitely listen to our last podcast with, with Chad Parsons. He went over that quite a bit uh, the ceiling of Richardson and what, you know, he's definitely a raw prospect, but you have to look, he's a guy that's going to be like Justin Fields and rush for 700 plus yards. I think, you know, so yeah, I mean, I I've chiseled in Bijan. Like I have, rock and stone here at home that I've kind of put him into my one-on-one, but I see what you're saying. Nerd boy, let everybody know what you're working on. Also, you know, any parting shots for you? Yeah, I love that. I'm on the Anthony Richardson train for sure. I'm ready um, to take him everywhere that I can. Um, I was hoping that he would slide to me a little more, but he, um, he really showed out in the combine. So I don't know if that's going to happen anymore, but um, you can find me at nerd boy takes on Twitter. um, And I am, doing um a couple different pods right now i'm doing um fantasy after dark um actually tonight um you can find me on there talking rookie um values and and going over there we'll be doing that um actually nightly so the next couple nights we're going to be on fantasy after dark and um, you can find the link on my bio on twitter um if you want to check that out but um the 101 for me i think is entered the Justin Jefferson chase range um, where it's really not worth trading for if you're going to mortgage your entire team. Um, It's not something that I would suggest doing. Um, And if you do have the one-on-one and you're looking to, you know, trade for a quarterback, I would rather go up than down. So I'd rather go up to that range of, you know, if you want to go Lamar Fields range or even higher and go to the Hertz and um, Josh Allen and Mahomes area. Um, but I, I wouldn't go back to the 102 or 103 yeah. unless you're really, you know, taking 
um, max value, uh, which I'm seeing in a lot of these trades where I don't think it's you're getting a lot of the value that you should be getting to move that that pick back to the 102, 103. So um, I think it's cheaper to go up than down. Well, cheaper to go up than it is to, you know, you're not going to get the value you need to get to go down. So yeah, mitigate that risk and move up. Don't move down. I love that. Thanks again for tuning in guys and enjoy the process.